Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Reeling from a withdrawal effect after a pharmaceutical drug trial, a reclusive and aspiring illustrator, uh, let me start over, a reclusive aspiring illustrator sets out to form a relationship with an outgoing woman despite his continuous efforts at solitude and isolation. Uh, and we are joined today, This the film is called You or a Loved One, and we are joined today by the director and an actor in the film, as well as the that would be uh, Matt Mercer, and the producer, writer, editor, and lead actor, Chris Buffard. This is a love story, and it's about a guy who's a bit of a recluse. Uh, that would be Parker. Yes, yes. Parker, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm Harris. sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. So Parker, and, and, he, and that's right, that would be Chris, Chris Buffard, and he is the and that's the voice of Chris. He's a producer, writer, editor, and lead actor in You or a Loved One. And uh, and the director is also with us, director and one of the actors. He's Ralph uh, in, in this. Uh, and that would be Matt Mercer. Welcome to film school. Hey. Wow. Hey. Was that the most mangled introduction you'll ever, ever have in the history of uh, your life there? I'm sorry well, about that. Know. You know what, Mike? The fact that you got the t- the name, the title correct, is just so is head and shoulders above most of the other people that have reviewed it because we have been known thus far, for the most part, as you are a loved one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, for some reason, whenever we say the title, people are like, "Oh, you are a loved one." Okay. Well, we've avo- we'll avoid that. You or a loved one. And by the way, I want to remind our listeners that the Newport Beach Film Festival is underway as we speak, and you can see you are a loved one this Sunday night at eight fifteen at uh, the Fashion Island Cinema Six, and that's the eight fifteen uh, show. And will will you be there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would think so. So you'll be doing a Q and A after after the film, I assume. Uh, correct. Great. Yep. We'll be there. Uh, some of the cast members, I'm sure. Uh, Charlie Koontz, who plays Fat Neil on Community, he'll right. be there. Katie Wallach, our lead actress, um, she was in the movie The Frozen Ground with Nicolas Cage and John Cusack last year. Yeah, um, and yeah. like and like crazy, oh, she was also in that. Uh, sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a bunch of us will be there. Yeah, fantastic. And by the way, I, I, I you know, I, I liked all your performances, Chris. I thought you did a great job. Uh, I really like uh, Katie in this. I, I thought she was terrific. I, I thought she's, uh, yeah, I just thought she was very. Um, Center to center, I thought her performance was just uh, outstanding. So that would be Kitty Wallach. I would uh, have to agree. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought. And um, so, um, tell us a little bit about the the genesis of the story uh, and your working relationship, sort of the division of labor. I know Matt, you're uh, you're the director, uh, and Chris, you're everything else, basically, pr- producer, writer, editor on this film. Um, what? Well, how did the actual on the set? division of labor work and Matt I'll start with you sure uh, well I guess I could I just can go back in time Chris came to me I had produced movies prior to this but it's, you know like you said this is my first feature as a director and Chris came to me with the script and I, I definitely gravitated toward it and the sort of slice of life appeal of it so uh, you know Chris kept writing and he wrote a few more drafts and then uh, when it came time to do the film we were both producing, and I, I would say, man, how did it divvy up? I, Chris handled a lot of the, the, the paperwork side of it, and I did a lot of the 
crewing up the physical production, yeah. getting the crew and and cast together. And I mean, we it was pretty well evenly split. We I mean, we had a lot of help too from our co-producer, a guy named Jose Luis Gonzalez. Right. Well, Chris, uh, obviously, I mean, your story, you, you wrote it, uh, you're the lead actor in it. By the way, you're also very good in this film, and, uh, uh, and, I, and, if, and I'll just throw this in in terms of your acting. Uh, there's a sort of a, a, the film kind of leans into drama, leans into comedy. It's sort of the back and forth, and, and it, isn't a, it isn't a wild swing. It's a sort of a more subtle, understated uh, way of... Uh, uh, sort of traversing that those uh, those different ideas in a film. Tell me a little bit about uh, where, where this story came to you. This is something based on something that happened in your life, and uh, and your decision to sort of how you came at it as a as an actor. Sure. Well, I'll I'll definitely say that I, I love the fact that that's that that that's the way that it struck you because I think um, when I was writing it, you know, I never wanted to go. I n- I never wanted to like. I mean, and I think that this just speaks volumes to, you know, to, to Matt's talent as a director. I never wanted to pop the comedy too much, you know. Yeah. I never wanted yeah. to have drum roll type comedy. Da, 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 you know, yeah. it's, and I, I think, you know, we wanted to make sure that, you know, that, that, that the laughs, you know, we weren't going for laughs, but if we get them, we want to make sure that they really come from uh, from real life. And I think, you know, and thank, uh, thank God for Matt because, you know, I... The, for, for keeping it grounded like that and not going for that. And yeah. I mean, just watching him direct those scenes, it was just like, man, that's exactly how it should go. And, and actually, Matt edited it, too, so he really knows how to edit the comedy, too. Yeah. Um, well, I think um, as, far as, uh, as far as the writing goes, it started with me as I was, uh, I was young and I was a struggling actor, and um, I, didn't even, I, didn't, I wasn't even making enough at that time to qualify for the, for the union insurance. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to, and I was just, I was just kind of uh, wondering if I had uh, anxiety. You know, I wasn't quite sure. So I went to the, because I didn't have insurance, I went to the free clinic, and they were so uh, understaffed that they couldn't treat me. But what they did was they, they referred me to a pharmaceutical drug trial uh, for anxiety medicine, and they said, "Well, here's the clincher: is that we're going to pay, is that they're going to pay you a stipend." Yeah. And I said, okay, well, I'm in. <laughs> so um, I just, but then uh, when it was over, there was, they didn't, there was no option to continue with, uh, with the medication. And uh, so, so even, I, if, so even if you're getting a benefit from that drug, well, sorry, that's it. That was basically kind of how it went. Yep. Our work is done here. <laughs> So I just thought there was a story there. Yeah, no, that's a great story. Uh, I mean, it's a great, it's a, it's a great uh, sort of entry point into a story about all of us have some level of anxiety when it comes to especially intimate relationships and 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 the hesitation we all feel in getting involved with someone. And uh, again, going back to uh, to Teresa or Katie uh, Wallach, um, I thought that this was a very um, sort of believable. I thought the, the the whole relationship between you felt very real, and um, again, that's a tribute to the acting and to the writing as well, and to the directing. Uh, but it was there uh, was there a kind of a, a you said there's a, a conscious decision to kind of keep it in in that sort of uh, back and forth and comedy. There were funny things in here, and I think they evolve from the characters, and that's 
the situations that they find themselves in. Um, yeah. Tell well a, a little bit about the casting. Let's go there. Um, were these people that you had worked with before? Did you do an open cast? How did you get the the people you got into the film? Uh, this is Matt. We definitely yeah. uh, we had auditions, but we we called in a lot of people that we both knew. Uh, I I produced a movie last year called Contracted. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a horror movie, and and uh, I'd worked with Charlie Coons before on that, and the Jar Townsend, who has the little Lisa in the film. Katie, I'd known Katie Wallach. We did a, a Dish Network commercial together like four or five years ago, maybe now. And I just <laughs> we stayed in touch, and uh, like you said, she's extremely talented. Uh, just I, I couldn't think of anyone else for that role because she has so much raw uh, talent and a lot of range. So we brought her in. Um, so it was a combination of. People, Chris, Chris knew Bruno Fricasso, who plays Hani, and Michael Childers plays the dad. Yeah. So we just kind of put our heads together, and since this movie was made with uh, a lot of community spirit and a bunch of friends getting together to do it, yeah. it, it made sense to cast people that we knew. Yeah. Um, so, well, and we're comfortable with it. Yeah, in that regard, uh, Chris, how many... Uh, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Matt Mercer and Chris Buffard. Uh, the film is You or a Loved One. It's opening. Uh, this is the second, actually, the West Coast premiere of uh, You or a Loved One. Uh, it'll be at the Newport Beach Film Festival that Sunday, uh, this Sunday, April 27th at 8.15, and that's the Fashion Island Cinema 6. Wonderful theaters. I mean, God, they've got the gigantic seats, and, I mean, you feel yeah, like yeah. you're... It, it is really something. Uh, t- tell me a little bit, Chris, about uh, shooting schedule. What? How many days of shooting did you do? Oh boy, you you probably wouldn't even believe it if we did. We <laughs> um, our first day, I believe we shot fourteen pages. Which, oh my God, yeah. Can you imagine? Well, I, were you guys? You so you were wearing jetpacks and you were able to get around that way. So I mean, that's that's a lot of. <laughs> We managed to get the teleportation device from the fly <laughs> to work finally. So we didn't get turned inside out, so we could be a lot of places. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot. That's a lot of days. That's usually, what is it, usually about a day, a, a page or two a day or something? Is that about normal, or is that, what is yeah, it? it? Oh, you, sorry, you're wrong, sir. Uh, it depends on the movie. It, uh, yeah. If it's a complicated sequence uh, in an, or an action thing, then you can shoot, yeah, like half a page or a page in yeah. a day. But we were averaging, our first day was... 12 or 14 pages, we were averaging probably eight or nine pages a day. Yeah. <laughs> and we shot the whole movie in 10 days. Yeah. Nobody shoots 14 pages a day. But <laughs> tell, they would tell us we were out of our minds and that we were throwing money away if they knew that. Yeah. So, no, so, did, so you actually had it scheduled to shoot. Well, you must have had it actually yeah. scheduled. Yeah, yeah. we had the, the, the first day. <laughs> and this happens on a lot of stuff that, that I, I've worked on. We, the first day we had this one... The location we only had it for that day. Mm. The house it was uh, my character's house, Ralph and Sophia's house. Yeah. Um, myself and Celia Finkelstein's characters. Uh, we had that house for one uh, day, and we just did a marathon day. I mean, that was probably a fourteen-hour day or sixteen-hour yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, that was especially rough. I I, I set myself up for disaster because I I think most of my scenes as an actor were that day too. Okay. And uh, so it was a twelve or twelve page day with all the scenes, and but we got through it. Actually, it was a pretty smooth. Oh, day. it was it was a blast. It was just funny because it was Matt's first day ever directing a feature film, but he also had like twelve pages to act in. He had to act in. Everything. Oh, is that right? Okay. So, so uh, Matt, I mean, for both of you, but Matt in particular. So, 
how much better does that make you for the you know remaining part of the, the shooting schedule as a director? Do you really feel like you went to the uh, the crash course of directing, uh, having gone gone through the this uh, the film? Oh yeah, and yeah. Once you have a first day like that, the rest of it is. I mean, there's always things thrown at you, and it's a puzzle, and you got to fit all the pieces together, and there's a lot of obstacles and hurdles. But uh, at the end of a day like that, and really at the end of a shoot like this, you know, we were calling in favors and garnering every resource we could by being nice and remembering people who yeah. liked us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at the end of something like this, yeah, you feel like, well, whatever happens next, yeah. we can, uh, we can, yeah, we can get her done. We can get it done. Now, now, Chris, you, you're both. Uh, actors as well as uh, now you're on the other side of the camera but um, what it what about that that experience as an as an actor has plays into making a film like this is there is there uh, something in particular you bring uh, to uh, the production side I mean well how does that sort of work yeah. for you for you well I think I think that the biggest thing that I've learned is that which I love and I wish that it was that every time I go to work, it's on a set that I'm involved on the other side of the camera because um, it's like, I think I have much, I, I think I still have a lot of fun when I go, when I go do a job for a day, when I go shoot a commercial or something like that. But I think the thing is the thing that I like, and I think Matt likes too, is we both, I think we're both very type A and I think being able to walk around and take care of everything and be talking to people and sort of keep your, you keep keep your energy up that way takes the pressure off of any kind of off of the acting so that it's not so that you're not the actor sitting in the corner looking over his lines. <laughs> yeah, <boy. laughs> yeah I, I, I actually like the distraction of having to do a lot of other stuff because I, I tend to get in my head. Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the uh, the Oprah question here or the uh, Barbara Walters question. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go with you first, Chris. If you could win an Academy Award. As an actor or as a director, which would it be? Well, there's certainly a lot of vanity to winning it as an actor. <laughs> and I, you know what? I have to be honest. We'll put it this way. If I could choose writer, that would be the one. Okay. But um, well, I'll be honest. I, I, it'd probably be actor. Okay. <laughs> okay. All, all right, Matt, same question. What would you, if you could win? an Academy Award as an actor or a director, and you would only one you'd win. Only one. Well, only one you're going to win is that one. Which would it be? Oh, my gosh. Be honest, I will. You know what? I'm going to go with director. All right. I'm okay. going to do director. All right. I, I, I'm not lying. <laughs> I, I prefer. <laughs> I, I think I would go with director. Okay. 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 Uh, I mean, I mean, they're both. They will both stand the test of time, right? I mean, uh, great actors. I just watched Raging Bull a couple of nights ago, and and you know, who would you rather be, Martin Scorsese or, or Robert De Niro? I mean, in that case, it's they're both amazing uh, accomplishments. So it, there's yeah, no wrong yeah. answer, right? Um, now, now tell us a little bit about your uh, your the film. Your loved one is now at the Newport Beach Film Festival. How did that happen? Have you been in other film festivals? Uh, we just had a couple of minutes. So how did you guys get in? Uh, go, Chris. <laughs> well, I think the nice thing is I think that we can truly, genuinely say that we got in with no nepotism. I mean, Matt had been here as an actor with another film uh, several years back, but we we didn't know anybody here. So, I, I re, you know, I think we it, it's nice to be able to say that we truly got in on just the merit of the film, which is really spectacular because, you know, the truth is, I mean, hey, it's 
how things kind of work. You know, usually somebody knows somebody, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, you know yeah. I think okay. we just kind of got in on the merit of our film. Uh, and that's great. And and just one more time, it is playing, you or a loved one is playing this Sunday night, 8.15, the Fashion Island uh, Cinema 6. It's, a like I said, a fantastic, if, if you want just, uh, it's better than the furniture you got at home, I'll tell you that, to sit in the theater, yeah. Fashion Island. <laughs> and, oh, that's going on the poster. Yeah. And, my cat bark <laughs> it. It's better than the furniture at home. Yeah, we need a quote. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, terrific. C- congratulations again. On on the film and uh, and and you know uh, continued success. I, I mean, either way, whether you're the great actor or you're the great director, Matt or Chris, one way yeah. or the other, I, I I wish you well and in all your future endeavors. And thank you so much for being a part of Film School. Uh, thank you for having us. This has been awesome, and we love your show. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Take care. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.